0: Vegas Nation, sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app and get a bonus $500 when you sign up.
1: It's time for another Vegas Nation podcast. It's the Raiders postgame edition, starting now. Hi everybody, welcome to the Vegas Nation Post Game Edition. It's your host Heidi Fang here and I'm joined with Ed Greeney, our Review Journal Sports columnist. We're going to break down the Raiders' loss here in overtime to the 49ers, 37-34, the final score. We'll break down what happened here on New Year's Day and more. So first, we're going to hear, though, from Jared Stidham, who had an outstanding performance against the San Francisco 49ers.
2: I didn't feel like I had, you know, really any nerves um, at all this week. Um, you know perspective has changed um a lot over the years, and um it's not worth stressing over um and getting you know all up tight so I just want to go out there and, and play free today and um you know try and try and facilitate the offense uh in a way to win um and you know we just we just fell short a little bit. you know the thing about the n f l is everybody's a good player, and everybody was probably the best player on their high school team growing up and um, probably the best one of the best players on the co- on their college team you know through college so um, you know my thing has always just been to to work hard um, I don't know anything else I don't know how to do anything other than uh, you know the hard way so um, I've just tried to continue to just to stay grounded and and who I am as a person and as a as a player and um, you know just be ready whenever my number was called so whether that's you know rookie year second year third year or now fourth year so um yeah. Playing playing on a on a team, um, you know, football is the ultimate team sport and uh you know that's why that's why we play is to play for the guys in the locker room, you know, each and every week. And um that like I said, that's just the joy of of getting to play this game. You get to get to meet a lot of amazing people, um, coaches, players, support staff. Um there's just so many, so many awesome people you get to, you know, go to work with every day and uh, you grow close to, and I mean I spend more time with these with these guys than I do my own family, so uh, you just get close and you just want to you know you want to do everything you can to to make those people happy so um, yeah I mean it's just it's tough the way that today went, but um, you know I thought we fought extremely hard and, and until the end obviously.
1: That was Jared Stidham just to start off the show talking about what his performance was like here at Allegiant Stadium, a loss to the 49ers in overtime, 37-34 the final score. But Ed, I think let's get to some positives first. I think in the bright side of things, you can look at this game and say that Jared Stidham came in and played well for um, what it's worth. Three touchdowns, over 350 yards. Uh, There were a pair of interceptions. Uh, One of those we will break down a little bit more in detail. But what did you think overall about Jared Siddham and his performance today?
3: I thought he played well enough to win. He just didn't win. Um, 365, second quarterback in NFL history to have 350-plus and three touchdowns-plus in his first career NFL start, Mike White being the other one. Um, so when you start putting up numbers like that and having records like that, you know you played pretty well. Uh, we're going to break down, I think, the second interception. Both interceptions, um, one was a tip at the line right. of scrimmage, and we'll talk about the second one. They weren't, you know, the sort of bad reads, you know, where he's like, oh, boy, he didn't see the linebacker, he didn't see that guy drop back into coverage. So he played really, really well. First career NFL start, and you know what? it just leads me to think and believe, and this is what I wrote, you know, did the Raiders find something here where he will be part of their future plans? Josh McDaniel said it's premature to talk that way. But I'll tell you what, watching him play, he's tough. He can take hits. He can make plays with his feet. And he stood in there a couple times. And, you know, look, I don't want to make this bashing on Derek Carr, but I thought he made some throws to Devontae Adams where he had to stand in there and really take some hits where I don't know if Carr makes those throws. I don't know if Carr takes those risks. They were risks. The two Devonte's two best catches, the touchdown, and then the 45-yarder where you yep. know they t- debated whether it's a catch or not. Those are risky throws, and it paid off for Jared Stidham. So I agree with you. I thought he played really, really well.
1: Yeah, and like you said, it wasn't a win. Um, they, but he did play well. Part of what happened there with Colton Miller in that interception that kind of was the, sealed the fate for the Raiders. Um, he was trying to push Bosa back. Bosa kind of pushes Colton back, and then Jared throws, hits Colton Miller's back. Just overall, I mean, there's not much you could really do there, right?
3: No. I mean, Nick Bosa bullrushed Colton Miller, and he won the battle, and uh, on on Jared's follow-through, I think he hit Uh, uh, Colton and the helmet are in the back it fluttered yeah Uh, and then um, uh, it was intercepted and returned you know down to the seven yard line that's the game they kicked the field goal to win it so uh, no I mean you know I'm sure he'd like to have it back Um, I don't know what his I don't know what his reads were on the play Uh, maybe it wasn't his first read but you know I mean and Colton Miller took it really hard he was emotional after the game about it but you're talking about Nick Bosa you know you're talking about one of the best edge rushers in the in the entire NFL and he you know I thought Colton played really well. Other than that, I thought the offensive line, you know, held up somewhat. Um, uh, other than that, so um, hard play to end it for the second interception, but you know those things happen when you're playing against great edge rushers.
1: Well, let's hear from Colton Miller now as he discussed that with our team in the locker room.
4: We just need to, uh, you know, take that next step and uh, focus on next week. It's um, all we can do at this point, so that's what we're going to do. Yeah. Um, you know, frustration. Um, you know that we had a held an opportunity there at the end. Um, I just feel I know I know it's. We talk about you know one play, but um, you know I just feel like I could have done a better better job executing there at the end. Um, I know Bosa, he's best in the league, um, but I don't think that's you know I I don't think that's an excuse. I think I gotta you know. Step up, um, you know the big those big moments. You got to have your best ball. So um, frustrated. Yeah, I am frustrated. Did
2: anything you saw from Jarrett surprise you?
4: Um, Jarrett, man, he was the, the way he was running downfield and making those deep balls. Man, uh, ton of respect for him. He really stepped up today. Um, you know, even even when it wasn't perfect up front, he was still able to get the ball down the field. So, um, ton of respect for him. What does it do for you guys as a line when he's making plays with his feet? You know, he's kind of, you know, No, we're, something about it. We're able to, you know, keep the momentum going and, and pushing the ball downfield. Um, he's, he, he did a great great job of that tonight, um, you know, and, and uh, I think that helped our offense as a whole.
1: Okay, Ed, so let's get into some of the craziness that happened here in this game. Um, as we mentioned before, it was a game that it was very close, and this is, I believe, now the fifth was it the uh, fifth?
3: It's the fifth time the Raiders have lost a double-digit second-half lead. That is the all-time record for any team in a single season. Yeah, that's, so that's what I was So that's not something to write home to mom about. No.
1: Is that due in part to coaching? Is it decision-making? Is it things like mistakes? What would you put I that mean, on? I think it's
3: everything. I think it's coaching. I think it's lack of execution. Um, I think it's, you know— Play calling, I think you know. Defensively, you know, everyone's talking about how the quarterback decision. And it probably is it's the sexiest kind of you know decision you make because it's quarterback. Everyone wants to know about it. That the that the quarterback decision in the off is their biggest off season storyline. I'd make an argument it's the defense, which is really bad. Yeah. Uh, and it was bad again today. Now they were missing some key players today, but still the Niners went up and down the field. They have great players. Niners are a really really good team. McCaffrey's, uh, you know, as good as advertised. I think you'd agree with that. Watching him live, I loved watching him live. But this is a bad defense, Heidi and they have to rebuild it and if they stay at 10 or 11 let's say they stay at 10 or 11 and jared stidham is good enough you know in their eyes to be part of the conversation and there is a um veteran tom brady jimmy garoppolo out there heck take a defensive player at 10 or 11 you got to start building this defense back up
1: yeah do you think that they even look take a serious look at keeping jared stidham as a starter he's an
3: unrestricted free agent (laughs) It's weird you say that because Josh McDaniels, like I said before afterwards, said it's too premature. Yeah. He didn't let up. Now, that's probably what you should say. Look, it's one game. Right. There's a lot of things you and I have seen in sports, one-hit wonders. We'll but see what he does next yeah. week against Kansas City.
1: This is one of the better—this is the best defense, right, in the NFL? That's right. for today I mean, he with did, the points they, do they it, put up.
3: He didn't do it against, you know— uh, yeah. No offense, but a local, high, you know, pick a local high school around here. I won't say any. I don't want to. I or want to or take the, a shot you anyway. know,
1: we could pick on another team that's doing well, like the Texans or the like Colts. Like the Texans or the Colts. He <laughs> didn't do it against them, so we'll see what he does against Kansas yeah. City.
3: But yeah, I mean, I look, they obviously like him. They were in New England when they picked him in the fourth round, and then when they got here, they traded for him. They traded him in a seventh to, or in a sixth, and they yeah. got back a seventh. Yeah. So they liked him enough to make the deal, and they liked him in New England enough to draft him. Um, so there's something there that they think he has. He's a young guy, and I think they like his mobility. Another thing I don't agree with Josh McDaniels on today was that they didn't call the game essentially different than they would have if Carr was in there. Um, I disagree with that. I think you saw rollouts. I think you saw them let him use his feet a little more. Um, You know, I think Josh just didn't want to go down the Derek Carr road today, Um, but he did have a very interesting quote that said, guys who play quarterback in our system who understand the system and get what we want will be given opportunities and i thought if you read between the lines there he was talking about one person and the person who wasn't here today
1: cool right there let's take a quick break when we come back more from the locker room we'll have some sound with josh jacobs and then we'll also break down some of the records that got broken here at Allegiant stadium during this game.
4: Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas, so download the STN Sports app today.
0: You may start noticing there are strange tall boys of beer in the bottled water section of your local stores. Well, it's not beer. It's actually mountain spring water from the Alps, and it's called liquid debt and it's available in still, sparkling, and three other flavors. Why is this water called liquid death? Well, basically, it'll brutally murder your thirst, and their infinitely recyclable Tall Boy cans are helping bring death to plastic bottles. They also donate 10% of the profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. Aluminum is infinitely recyclable and can actually be profitable for recycling facilities. One day I was at work in the cafeteria and saw the Las Vegas Review Journal was carrying Liquid Death in the vending machine, so I sat drinking one at work while eating my tacos just to fake my coworkers out and make them think I was having an icy cold tall boy with lunch. Go get Liquid Death at your local Smiths, Walmart, Sprouts, or find a Liquid Death retailer near you with their store locator tool at liquiddeath.com. Slash Vegas Nation. That's liquiddeath.com slash Vegas Nation.
5: but everything that happened this week, you know, uh, coming in with a lot of, you know, uncertainty on how this game was going to be played. Uh, you know, obviously we want to win, but yeah. How'd you
0: think Jared did in terms of. Oh, he
5: balled He ball, man. I mean, he was calm and collected in the huddle. He was, you know, talking to the guys, you know. Um, I mean, you couldn't tell that, you know what I'm saying. He was a backup, for real. So, he ball. He did his thing. Did
2: that surprise you at all?
5: No, not at all. I mean, uh, I kind of seen, you know, flashes in preseason, uh, of what he was capable of. I mean, but obviously, you know, that's that's one of the best defense, if not the best defense in the league. So, for him to go out there and do what he did, I mean, I just, I feel like that's 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 speaking to his campaign, as you know, as the guy. So. I mean, it's definitely special. Um, you know, like I said, still coming in and throwing for 300 plus. I mean, you know, the offense is blocking pretty good. I um, mean, you know, we ran the ball pretty good. Um, you know, so I mean, that's a testament to that. Uh, the only thing on my mind really is, you know, spending this last week with these guys. You know, you know, the locker room gonna look a lot different next year, and you don't know you don't know who's coming back and you know who who's done with football and, and whatnot. So I'm just trying to enjoy this time.
1: That was josh jacobs from the locker room and josh jacobs spoke a lot about um just what his idea is for this team whether or not guys are coming back whether or not guys are moving on and that was kind of what we were discussing there just about you know, what happens in the offseason? I think there's a lot of question marks with this team. I don't want to break it down all on this podcast. We'll let mm. the other three shows that have that during the week. Right. But just, you know, we talked about the defense. We talked about, um, you know, what could happen at quarterback. Do you think Josh Jacobs makes it back to this I roster? I think he's back. There Whether was a lot t- of 50% off jerseys at the well, major image. Well, I think they either kind of tag him or out. they
3: sign him for, for a multiple year deal. I don't know how you could go in a locker room and look everyone in the eye and not bring back a guy who does everything the right way, shows up, plays hurt, um, passionate, um, you know, emotional about how well he wants his team to be and how well he wants them to play. We saw after Pittsburgh, his emotions come out in him. I don't think you're sending the right message if you don't bring him back. So I actually think he's, I, I think he's coming back. Um, he'll probably win the rushing title. I think he's a couple hundred away from Nick Chubb's, a couple hundred away from back. You know, Josh got beat up today. We Had yeah. to go off a few times. You saw him in yeah. the field. Yeah, which
1: Nick Bosa actually um, said he's the best running back he's yeah. ever faced. That's impressive.
3: See, I think he'll – I don't know if I play him next week if he's that beat up. Right. But I think Chubb would have to go for, like, 200-plus or something like that to even catch him, uh, which is probably not likely, even though Nick Chubb's a good player. Uh, so you'll have Josh most likely winning the rushing title, being first-team all-pro, and being on the precipice, I think, of either being tagged and making himself a lot of money or getting a multi-year deal and getting on themselves a lot of money from the Raiders.
1: Okay, so uh, again, we talked a little bit about um, some of the records earlier that were broken today. We talked about one of the bad ones being that the Raiders have lost the most close games of any NFL team in history. One of the good ones, um, Devontae Adams, caught seven passes for 153 yards, setting a single-season receiving record of 1,443 yards. It's a franchise single-season se- receiving record, and Raiders breaking uh, Tim Brown's record. So um, Devonte has been an addition to this team. that I think when he's found, you know, the, utilized well that it obviously helps. So um, when you think about just what that means for this season, a lot of people didn't anticipate that he was going to even match what he had with Aaron Rodgers. Um, do you think that Devonte will have some say coming up in like what happens at quarterback?
3: I mean, I think they'll probably go to him and tell them what he they're thinking. I don't know, ultimately, if he can make the call and things like that. I don't think that would happen. But I think you keep your best player in the loop, especially a guy who came here to play with a guy who's not going to be here next year yeah. and who's his really good friend. I think, you know, you show him that respect for the year he's had to go to him and say, this is what we're thinking. This is how we can, you know, continue to have, you have great seasons and win games. Um, you know, Devontae... Uh, short of forcing himself on a trade i mean they have control over him in terms of contractually so there's only so much you can do i guess you could force a trade i don't know if he'd do that i think he likes being closer to home um he wants to win uh but i don't think i think he'll be back for sure and i think he'll you know kind of be a good soldier when it comes to what happens at quarterback because i think they'll convince him that this is the way to go to win games even though obviously he's um He's not happy at all with what happened to Derek. That's his close friend.
1: Yeah, um, and lots coming out in the paper tomorrow. Lots of take about, takes about Jared Stidham. Uh, we have that Devontae Adams article from Sam Gordon. What did you put into print for uh, your latest column?
3: Wrote a column on Jared Stidham, the game he had, and really asked the question, you know, if Carr was having that kind of performance, you know, throughout the season, should this move have been made sooner? Um, and if it had been made sooner, would they not be 6-10? and ten? Now, that's, you know, look, that's conjecture and that's, you know, hindsight and all that. I get that. But I think after we watched him today, it was a fair question to ask. Yep. Had he gone out there and thrown for 140 and three, t- three interceptions or four interceptions? He'd be like, oh, okay, wow, that, you know, we don't know what the move made. But he went, like you said earlier, Heidi, against the league's best defense and went for 365 and three touchdowns and looked good doing it. So, it's you know, y- it's hindsight. They're not going to be able to make that decision now. It's over. They have one game left. But I do believe that he probably at least creeped into their minds now about going forward in what they want to do at quarterback. I don't, I don't necessarily am saying he'd be the starter, but he is an unrestricted free agent. Yeah. Um, they like him. He knows the system. I'm sure he likes playing for them. So unless someone else told him, and I don't know if this would happen, you're, op- you're absolutely our starter, I think there's probably a good chance he comes back and at least he's the backup.
1: Yeah, I I could see that happening for sure. Um, Again, uh, all this stuff in print, you have a lot from Adam Hill in the paper, as well as Vinny Bonsignor, Sam Gordon, and, of course, Ed Graney. So, everybody, thank you so much for listening here on the Vegas Nation podcast. We're brought to you by Station Casinos, STN Sports. Don't forget, download that app today. We're also presented to you on Blue Wire podcast by Liquid Death. Liquid Death! (laughs) Ed's going to get one right now uh, to to get himself refreshed from being so parched here at Allegiant Stadium. They locked up the coolers on us early, like there was booze in there or something. So, yeah, (laughs) time to do that. Thanks, everybody, again, so much for listening. I'll be back next week.
4: Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign up locations across Las Vegas. So, download the STN Sports app today.